0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 778, Seven Mantras for Those Who Have Lost Their Motivation and Hope, part one, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, OLD for short, where I narrate the best blogs I can get permission from covering personal development, minimalism, productivity, all that kind of stuff. Before we get to today's post, thank you to Talkspace for sponsoring this episode. Talkspace is an online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer just for you, visit talkspace.com old and use the code old to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace is therapy for how we live today. So today is the start of a two-parter. It's a bit on the longer sides. I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, let's hear part one and start optimizing your life. Seven Mantras for Those Who Have Lost Their Motivation and Hope, part one, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. Earlier today, I was sitting on a park bench eating a sandwich for lunch when an elderly couple pulled their car up under a nearby oak tree. They rolled down the windows and turned up some jazz music on the radio. Then the man got out of the car, walked around to the passenger's side and opened the door for the woman. He took her hand and helped her out of the seat, guided her about 10 feet away from the car and they slow danced for the next half hour under the oak tree. It was a beautiful sight to see. I could have watched them forever. And as they wrapped things up and started making their way back to the car, I clapped my hands in admiration. Perhaps doing so was obnoxious, Perhaps I should have just appreciated being a silent witness, but I was so caught up in the moment, so incredibly moved that my hands came together before my conscious mind caught on. And I'm sincerely grateful they did because what happened next inspired the words you're hearing now. The elderly couple slowly walked over to me with smiles on their faces. Thank you for the applause, the woman chuckled. Thank you, I immediately replied. You two dancing gives me hope. They both smiled even wider as they looked at me. Us dancing gives me hope too, the woman said as she grabbed the man's hand. But what you probably didn't realize is that you just witnessed the power and beauty of second and third chances. What do you mean, I asked. My college sweetheart, my husband of 20 years, lost his life to cancer on my 40th birthday, she explained. And then my husband of six years died in a car accident when I was 52. As my mouth hung open, we all shared a quick moment of silence. Then the man put his arm around her and said, and I lost my wife of 33 years when I was 54. So what you see here before you, these dancing partners, this incredible love, this marriage of only three years between two kindred souls in their late 60s, all of this is what happens when you give yourself a second and third chance. Finding peace through painful experiences. I spent the rest of the day thinking about that beautiful couple, about second and third chances, and about how human beings find the motivation to keep going, to keep loving, to keep living, despite the pain and grief and hopelessness we all inevitably experience along the way. And this topic hits close to home too. About a decade ago, in a relatively short time frame, Angel and I dealt with several significant, unexpected losses and life changes back to back. Losing a sibling to suicide, losing a mutual best friend to cardiac arrest, financial unrest and loss of livelihood following a breadwinning job loss, breaking ties with a loved one who repeatedly betrayed us, family business failure, and reinvention. Those experiences were brutal, and enduring them in quick succession knocked us down and off course for a period of time. For example, when Angel's brother passed, facing this reality while supporting her grieving family was incredibly painful at times. There were moments when we shut the world out and avoid our loved ones who were grieving alongside us. We didn't want to deal with the pain, so we coped by running away, by finding ways to numb ourselves with alcohol and unhealthy distractions. And consequently, we grew physically ill while the pain continued to fester inside us. We felt terrible for far too long. And getting to the right state of mind, one that actually allowed us to physically and emotionally move forward again, required diligent practice because you better believe our minds were buried deep in the gutter. We had to learn to consciously free our minds so we could think straight and open ourselves to the next step. We learned that when you face the struggles with an attitude of openness, open to the painful feelings and emotions you have, it's not comfortable, but you can still be fine and you can still step forward. Openness means you don't instantly decide that you know this is only going to be a horrible experience. It means you admit that you don't really know what the next step will be like and you like to understand the whole truth of the matter. It's a learning stance instead of one that assumes the worst. The simplest way to initiate this mindset shift? Proactive daily reminders. Mantras for finding motivation in hard times. It's all about keeping the right thoughts at the top of your mind so they're readily available when you need them most. For us, that meant sitting down quietly with ourselves every morning, and on evening sometimes too, and reflecting on precisely what we needed to remember. We used short written reminders, now excerpts from our book and blog archive, like the ones you're about to hear, to do just that. Sometimes we'd call them mantras, or affirmations, or prayers, or convictions. But in any case, these daily reflections kept us motivated and on track by keeping grounded, peaceful, productive thoughts at the top of our minds, even when life got utterly chaotic. We ultimately discovered that peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard realities to deal with. Peace means to be in the midst of all those things while remaining calm in your head and strong in your heart. Challenge yourself to choose one of the things you're about to hear every morning or evening and then sit quietly for two minutes while repeating it silently in your mind like a mantra. See how doing so gradually changes the way you navigate life's twists and turns and hard times. Number one, never assume that you are stuck with the way things are right now. Life changes every single second and so can you. When hard times hit, there's a tendency to extrapolate and assume the future holds more of the same. For some strange reason, this doesn't happen as much when things are going well. A laugh, a smile, and a warm fuzzy feeling are fleeting, and we know it. We take the good times at face value in the moment for all they're worth, and then we let them go. But when we're depressed, struggling, or fearful, it's easy to heap on more pain by assuming tomorrow will be exactly like today. This is a cyclical, self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't allow yourself to move past what happened, what was said, what was felt, you will look at your future through the same dirty lens and nothing will be able to focus your foggy judgment. You will keep on justifying, reliving, and fueling a perception that is worn out and false. Number two, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listen to part one of the post titled, Seven Mantras for Those Who Have Lost Their Motivation and Hope, by Mark Shernoff of markandangel.com. I'll finish the rest tomorrow, and a therapist can definitely help you with motivation. And Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All it takes is an internet connection and a computer or their mobile app. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. It's like an accountability partner. And the Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists now who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com old And you can use the code OLD to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's the code OLD and Talkspace.com slash OLD. That will do it for today. Hope you're having a great weekend and I'll see you tomorrow to finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily, too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com.